cities nationwide. The Supreme Court in June put off a decision on whether to review a similar case the group brought against Harvard University. Grocery bills are about to go up again. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. The Wall Street Journal says Procter & Gamble is about to raise prices on everything from toilet paper to Tide Pods and razors. The company says the cost of materials and freight is cutting into profits. It released quarterly financial results today. S&P futures are up 17. Dow futures ahead, 131. This is CBS News. Fever is the number one COVID symptom, so be safe with an accurate thermometer. Only Exergen has proven accurate in more than 100 studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera. Live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Fall savings inside the Home Depot means something different once you get out there and do it. For example, in here, it's a wide selection of Samsung laundry appliances. But out there, it's your home running like a well-oiled machine. Order in-store or use one-click bundling when you order online or in the Home Depot app. And enjoy even more savings on Samsung laundry units with free and flexible delivery on orders of $396 or more at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last about September 30th through October 20th. A lot of couples slide into limos or fancy cars, but a bride and groom-to-be in India floated to their wedding in a makeshift vehicle. With neighbors looking on and their wedding photographer sloshing hip-deep in floodwaters a few paces ahead of them, the couple, she in a bright red sari with flowers in her hair, he in a red satin shirt, float towards their wedding venue in a massive cooking pot borrowed from a local temple. It's a serious business. In this part of India, a priest uses Hindu Vedic astrology to set the exact date and time a wedding must take place to avoid the evil eye. Luckily, they made it. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. 80-year-old Martha Stewart's proving once again she's forever young. This is a dark twist that's perfect for Halloween. Lifestyle Guru is unveiling a collection of Halloween-themed NFTs on her e-commerce site today. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them, and you cannot rely on them. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. when we dig deep. Loses it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing, 
at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets Ticket Plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Join Kevin Dunnigan and Troy Bolin all season long for the Hewite Honda Football Friday Night Postgame Show. Immediately after the Athens County Game of the Week, join the guys for analysis, information, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the show. Have a question about a game in the area? Driving back from a football game? Call in at 740-592-1055 or toll free at 1-888-592-1055. It's the Hewite Honda Football Friday Night Postgame Show. Friday nights on 105.5 FM, Power 105. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day, like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.79 or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The large is served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets, like a new pull-apart glazed donut. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Roving reporter here. Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive through carry-out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me? Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me? Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive through carry-out. 362 Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. Want to buy your own home but think you can't afford it? What if you got down payment assistance or a discounted interest rate just for being a recent college grad, teacher, nurse, or veteran? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency offers this and more, and our programs are always available for eligible Ohioans, big city, small town, and everywhere in between. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership, ready when you are. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy? Cars, cars, cars. Hello, I'm Dr. Doug Carr, Chief Medical Officer at Hopewell Health Centers. I'm asking for your support for the mental health levy. Someone in need, somewhere in your life, has been touched by the services funded by this levy. Let's continue to be there for all of us. Vote for the Mental Health and Addiction Services Levy. The levy funds more than 50 local community programs and will not raise your taxes. 
paid for by the 317 Board Levy Renewal Committee. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH My oh my, once again that boot sunshine is booming through our window this morning. Had to throttle it down with the shades and all that sort of thing. 42 right now outside, headed up to 72. That'll be welcome. As we look ahead this week, 74 tomorrow, 71 on Thursday. Then, much less. 58 on Friday are high, 60 on Saturday, and so on. I guess it's fall, folks. And more than just officially. Special edition today, we're going to learn about insurance. It's something that uh, is, is um, <coughs> excuse me, I got a cough here. It's something that's important to all of us. It's um, some one, one of those things you say, oh, geez, I got another insurance bill. But, um, you know, really when you think about what its purpose is, it's, it's uh, and some, some entities that we deal with require it, of course. So it's a safety thing. So joining us live, one of our friends, Brent Hartman, who has O'Neill Hartman Agency out in the Plains. And um, let me get uh, the switches just right. There we go. Good morning, Brent. Morning, Dave. Welcome. And uh, I've known you you for years, and and your father before you, and all of that sort of thing. And in fact, let's just talk about the history of the agency, Hartman, uh, O'Neill Hartman Agency. Yeah, sure. Uh, So the agency started in 1964, and it was started by my grandfather, Bob Mm O'Neill. And interestingly enough, uh, my mother, Peggy Hartman, then Peggy O'Neill, started working in the agency at that time. Uh, So they ran the agency together for about about 10 years. And then unfortunately, my my grandfather had an untimely uh, death and um, my father came into the agency and it had been, for those 10 years, O'Neill Insurance and when my father came in, uh, they added the Hartman. Sure. Um, so my mother and father ran the agency for about 30 years um, until 2004. And at that point, um, my wife Sarah and I moved back to the area. And Now, uh, where had you been? I did not realize you had moved away. We did. Uh, we lived uh, just outside of Lincoln, Nebraska oh, wow. for seven years. Uh, Sarah got her master's and Ph.D. and taught um, in the Lincoln Public Schools. And I worked for a couple of different companies, um, but uh, most notably a, a, a relatively small investment advisory firm where I worked with uh, direct retirement plans. Sure. Well, um, so this opportunity arose, and uh, you returned to the area, and uh, your hometown, so to speak, mm-hmm. 
And uh, now, am I mistaken, or didn't one or both of the families have a beautiful farm? Right, right. Uh, let's see. If I'm driving, I don't even know. Driving past the Plains Elementary, and then it sort of comes to a place where you have to turn either left or right, and right. that whole Correct. farm in front of you was part of the family, right? It is. Uh, my mother and father still live on that property um, up on top of the hill. Uh, my dad has his garage where he spends a lot of time um, next to the barn, mm-hmm. and uh, we. I think they they bought it maybe in the. I think it was in the early '80s, and. Uh, you know, a lot of good memories of, uh, you know, being around there. Uh, you know, I, I remember one time in particular where, uh, you know, shortly after he uh, started cleaning up the barn mm-hmm. and uh, and it had manure about six inches uh, deep. And, Barns uh, are known for that. Well, it turned out the, uh, the blade wasn't exactly doing the job, so I got to ride the blade mm. through that. <laughs> so talk about a high-stakes job. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I've been placed in that position myself. <laughs> well, so um, let's see here. Um, Athens High School, right? Correct. And, Class of 91. Uh, what kind of um, extracurricular activities did you uh, participate in there? Well, you engaged in sports? I, I certainly was. Uh, I played baseball, basketball. Um, I played, kicked field goals on the football team uh, my junior year, um, and I also played on the golf team. So kept kept me uh, kept me Boy, busy, you, kept me out of trouble. All all seasons were covered. They were. In fact, my my junior year, I played four sports in one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, played I played on the golf team, and then I kicked field goals on the football team. And uh, as as uh, as it worked out. We ended up winning league championships in all four wow. that year, which was a, a pretty neat thing to, to have happen. You know, uh, Nick kicked uh, also. Oh, he did. I and didn't know that. Um, it was during a, a very, how do I want to say, not a stellar period for Athens High School in uh-huh. football. So he had more points <laughs> than anybody else on the team. But uh, that's nothing to be uh, boastful about. Uh, that was a tough season. Anyway, so that's kind of cool. Well, now, you know, did you, what was your um, thinking upon graduating from high school? What career path did you want to follow? When I got out of high school, I started at Ohio University as a history major. And what I what I thought I wanted to do long term was teach history uh-huh. and be a coach, and that was where I you know where I thought that I wanted to go and 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 uh, if you had to pick a sport, it uh, would have been coaching what baseball. Okay. Yep. Neat. Well, well what changed all of that? You know. In hindsight, it's hard to say. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what made me change my mind. Um, you know, I think you look back on decisions you make when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, and you like to think that there's some profound reason that you do things. And 
And I'm not sure there always is, frankly. You know, I think sometimes yeah. you just kind of let around by your nose and you, you go where it takes you. And hopefully, you know, it takes you to a place where, you know, where you're happy, which I, you know, certainly where where things have ended up uh, couldn't couldn't be happier. Now, uh, you're in, you're hooked up to a pretty cool gal. For sure. Sarah. Uh, tell us a little bit about her background. So Sarah, she graduated from Athens High School as well, uh, class of 93. Uh, knew her a little bit in, in high school. Uh, met her sh uh, shortly after she got out. Um, she, uh, when we were, then she went uh, to OU for her undergrad, um, got you know her degree in education, and uh, and we we met during you know and dated and were together that whole time. She uh, and then we decided that while we we both thought we would want to live here long term, that you know that we should live somewhere else and kind of you know cast our own shadow and and uh, you know just see a different part of the world. Mm -hmm. And so we went we went to uh, went to Lincoln because that's where Sarah's family was originally from. Mm -hmm. And uh, and in Lincoln is a for anyone who's been there, it's just so a, it's she a, had no Athens experience prior to OU. Oh, no, no. She went to Athens High School, and she, she grew up here. Okay. But her mother uh, went to Lincoln High School um, and you know, oh. grew up in that area, and that's where her grandparents were, and that's I where she had okay. always gone to, to visit. And uh, But in the process of interviewing for teaching jobs in Lincoln, uh, the, the people who interviewed her identified her as a candidate for a special master's program where they paid for the majority of her master's degree. And, and of course, we took that, even though it was resulted in, in uh, less money than we would have normally had, which wasn't very much to begin with. But, um, but you know, and then, and then uh, you know, Lincoln Public Schools also paid for her to get uh, the majority of her PhD out there as well. Um, Sarah now um, is, uh, teaches in the early childhood department um, at the Patton College at Ohio University, Neat. And, and loves what she does, and and uh, couldn't couldn't be prouder of what she's accomplished. Well, uh, Renee, well, she's no longer dean, I guess, but um, the former dean there is a very close friend of mine. Well, let's see here. Um, Insurance. You think we should talk about that? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm joking, of course. That's up to you. Uh. Yeah. The, um, you are um, the head of an insurance agency. Um, it has some history, some name changes along the way. Different family members have been, engaged, been engaged in it. But eventually, it fell upon your shoulders. And... Um, to make that kind of change, because you, you too had focused on some other things before, um, was it um, was it complicated? Um, yes and no. I mean, it was it was complicated, just only in that that uh, I was really I'd been in the financial services industry, but not specific specifically property and casualty insurance. So. Um, to the casual observer, property and casualty insurance seems fairly simple. Uh, 
but it's actually there is so much nuance in in you know just even a just a personal auto policy that uh, that you you would really be amazed. Um, so so that part you know was was difficult. But then the other part was, you know, I'd been around insurance all my life, right? I mean, if you ask me what what my family does, I would say that they're insurance agents and mm-hmm. they help people protect the things that they care about. And that's that's in a nutshell what what we do every day. Um, I think um, let's let's reemphasize that phrase: protecting things you care about. Okay, I like that. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, it can be, it, you know, it could be a house. It could be your engagement ring. It could be your vehicle. Um, and, you know, I mean, the, the one that um, we do a fair amount of is life insurance, too. I mean, that's obviously an area where, you know, that's really the only way that you can protect your family financially if something untimely happens to you and and you know as as we all know the, the one of the unfortunate things about about getting older every year is we realize our own own mortality and, right. and it's uh you know not a lot of fun so but you know last night or was it the night before it doesn't matter i i sat down as i'm watching television and prepare for my shows and so i i just typed in types of insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And I came up with literally dozens of different lists. And some would say there's eight. Some would say there's 14. Some would say there's six. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But some of them are really quite remarkable. So I wrote down uh, the ones I thought I, that are obvious and a few that aren't so obvious. So number one, and I, I don't know if these truly are in prioritized manner or not. Uh, we'll let you um, tell us what you think. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so number one is auto. Right. Okay. And um, now we all drive vehicles for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in various conditions. Um, we... I have noticed more what I call dangerous driving these last two years. For sure. During COVID, of people who were just um, clearly a little bit troubled about things. So they come up hard on you from behind uh, on, a, on a freeway. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of quickly get into that middle lane to pass you and zip right back in tight. Just what I call careless, um, well, I'll just leave it at careless. Um, what, is that common? I mean, has there been another period in your lifetime or that you've heard about where because of world stress, um, driving has been more careless? I don't know that they've they've necessarily quantified exactly the impact of 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 stress driving, uh, although I'm sure that there is an effect. Uh, the one area where we we have absolutely seen an effect, and we can, you know, we can basically the I should say the actuaries and the companies can 
put a finger on it is texting and driving. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, what what we see are more severe uh, rear end accidents Mm -hmm. because people aren't, they aren't even looking up, right? They're looking down at their phone and, and they're hitting people where it used to be a little bump. Now it's major damage and injuries and, and those kinds of things. Um, so that's distracted. Yes, absolutely. Distracted driving is, and it's, you know, I mean, you, that's what's driving rates uh, to a large extent. Um, we, we've got a section here just, uh, I think it starts just north of Nelsonville. And comes down through Athens on Route 33, uh, where there's a lot of signage saying this is a um, extra um, uh, enforced area for distracted driving and and um, illegal practice. Yes. Um, is that because that area had had an an excessive amount compared to other areas or is it just a place they set up you know i don't know honestly i i I think uh i think that's a reasonable assumption um seems like it would be more than random random chance Mm. um but you know in in talking about uh distracted driving and and all these things i mean as it relates to your personal auto policy You know, one of the things I really emphasize when I talk to people is check out your limits for bodily injury to others and property damage. I mean, those those are the areas where you can really, you know, if you injure somebody, you can really get hurt uh, financially. Yes. You know, most people think of insurance in terms of, okay, well, I've got a, you know, a $20,000 car and I've got a loan on it. And I'd better have comp and collision, and and that's what they're thinking about. You know, they're thinking about physical damage to the car. But the reality is, is that in the long run, if that car just disappeared and you were out twenty thousand dollars, it would be a horrible thing. Don't get me wrong. But if you hit somebody and injure them, and you and you know, let's say that that you know ends up costing two hundred thousand dollars, and you have a hundred thousand dollar limit. $100,000 is, uh, you know, to state the obvious, a lot bigger deal. Um, so that's one of the things that when I deal with people, I, you know, I, I build it toward the claim and work backwards to the price. Uh, because the number one important thing is that you don't get hurt financially, that, that the insurance policy does what it's supposed to do if you're in an accident. Sure. And... Um... But that that could be uh, injury to your own family, but it could also be injury to that person that you struck. Yeah, right? correct. And and you know what I always tell people in uh, meetings too is, you know, there are certain people with certain jobs that you could hit, and and you would never exhaust a, a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bodily injury limit, um, because one of the things that you would potentially have to do and settling a claim if you've injured somebody is if they've lost wages because they couldn't work as a result of you oh, yeah. hitting them double whammy so, so you know if you hit somebody making making you know uh you know fifteen thousand dollars a year you can pay that for a long time you make somebody making hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and they can't work you've got a larger problem and uh 
And that's sort of what, you know, I'm, I'll jump around on your list a little bit because I'm assuming this is on there, but this sort of leads into a conversation about uh, personal umbrella coverage. Um, yeah, I that's number on 10 on my list. Umbrella. Yep. I couldn't think what that meant. Yeah, I, I think most people don't have a great idea of what it does, but it, it's what an umbrella policy does. It does, in fact, a lot of things. Uh, but it, let's say you were in an accident and you pay out $250,000 out of your policy to someone that you've injured uh, in, or killed, right? I mean, these things happen in accidents where you're at fault. Um, absent an umbrella policy, once that limit is used up, the first thing they do is run a credit check on you to see what kind of assets you have to make this other party whole. Um, I don't have to tell you that's not a desirable situation. Yeah. What an umbrella policy does, if it's in place, it's typically you know a million, two million uh, dollars, usually a million. That policy steps in and picks up right where the underlying policy leaves off. So in effect, if you have a bad accident, you have a million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars instead of just two hundred and fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. And you know that sounds like uh, you know like a tremendous amount, but it's extremely uh, they're inexpensive. Um, you know, I think typically for us, a house and two cars under an umbrella is like it's about a couple hundred bucks at the most mm. a year. Um, so. But other things an umbrella policy does, a lot of people don't realize, uh, an umbrella policy also will cover any exposure that you would have to nonprofit boards of directors. Um, it also uh, will drop down and be primary liability coverage anywhere in the world. Um, most companies, pretty much all companies that do business in the United States, it's US, Canada, and Puerto Rico. Uh, once you leave those territories, your auto policy does not go with you. Um, so. Um, you would have that, you know, drop down. Um, yeah, so it does, it does much more than, um, you know, much more than just pick up the liability, but, you know, and, and I haven't mentioned yet, but it, it would also go over your, um, your homeowner's liability, um, which would, you know, get into that but it's uh, that's uh, also a separate uh, limit of liability within your homeowner's policy that covers anything that happens on your premises um, but also is personal liability uh, for any of the the insureds okay so auto insurance now um, second on my list is simply property insurance now um, if you're a renter, if you're a homeowner, whatever, somebody's got insurance on that property. Mm -hmm. And that property is um, has a certain value, and the value is based on what it might cost to rebuild it, right? Correct. A lot of people, a lot of people uh, mi misunderstand that. Uh, but it is absolutely a reconstruction cost based on... Now, what do you mean they, they misunderstand? I have a lot of people tell me when I'll, I'll show them what the replacement cost is. Yes. And they'll say, well, this house is only appraised for, you know, X amount. And I'll say, well, we're not talking about market value here. We're talking about the cost to rebuild because that's what the insurance company is on the hook for. 
Well, then why are appraisals so important? Well, they're not for insurance. Um, they're important for uh, banks to make sure that there's underlying value uh -huh. in, in what, they're, what they're underwriting. Um, but from an insurance perspective, and people have offered to give me an appraisal, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Okay. You know, inspections are helpful, <laughs> but appraisals not so much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, um, here's one we've heard about all our lives, and imagine that it's life insurance. Okay. Now, yep. does um, now there may be some of these on this list that you, with O'Neill Hartman Agency, don't offer. Um, or or have very little to do with. So point that out as we go. But life insurance, mercy. Um, we Most of us have some form of life insurance, carry some form of it. Um, it generally requires a, a, a simple uh, medical exam to make sure there's no um, uh, obvious things. Um for others, it's a little more expensive because they do have some obvious things. But um, life insurance, uh, do you deal with that? I do, yes. So, so just to start out, really, when you when you look at the spectrum of life insurance, it can be boiled down into temporary policies, otherwise known as term and permanent policies, which are commonly known as whole life or, uh, or universal life in some cases. Uh, and really, you know, a lot of times you hear what, what's better. And, and my answer to that is that, that neither is better. It really depends on circumstances yeah. and, and what exactly you want it to do. Right. Um, so, for example, a, a lot of people, when they buy a home, Right. If they're if they have a significant other who uh, they buy the home with, uh, typically these decisions are made based on the dual income as to what kind of a house they can afford to buy. So if one of the income earners is passes away, that makes it very difficult on the surviving uh, person to stay in the home. So a lot of times people will take a term policy. If you had a 30 year mortgage, they'll take a 30 year term policy. And um, so you take, you know, the death benefit, the payment, um, and the uh, duration are set, mm -hmm. uh, 30 years level, and that will cover the mortgage. If the person dies, they can, they, the money is tax-free, you can pay off the obligation, and it can be used for any kind of, any kind of uh, debt. Typically, how, how term policies get used. I, I think it's an important note, however. I can't remember the exact number, but it's somewhere in the, in the high 90 percentile of term insurance policies never pay a death benefit. Hmm. So that, you know, that tells you, in my opinion, where, where you should have your life insurance, and at least a portion, would be in something that's going to have lasting value where you have something to show for what you've paid in and you know the, the day you die whether you're you're 70 or 100 it's going to pay a benefit now another another thing is um and, and we all deal with this health insurance or i hope everybody does um 
because you just never know what might come about in your life, in your physiology. Um, sure. So, you know, there's a, there's dentistry, there's a, a regular medical treatments, there's all these different aspects of health insurance. And some packages cover it all. Some are very speci uh, specific to what they cover. Um, you know, that's, this whole thing has changed over the last 10 years um, because, well, frankly, Obamacare, right? Right. We well, I, I can tell you that, uh, that around the time that, that the uh, Obamacare, Affordable Care Act, uh, was coming in, into play, the, the industry was changing at such a rapid pace that I, I actually made a decision to get out of that business. So that's um, that's part uh, one aspect of insurance that you don't personally work on. I, I do not. I, I feel like if if I'm not an expert, mm -hmm. I don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to stake my reputation on something that I'm not in the business of. And so, you know, we have we have uh, partners that that we refer to and work with who are in the business. They know they sure. know the ins and outs, and and so you're I'm, happy to refer them. I am more than happy. Now, the the only thing that we do that borders on sorry that borders on health insurance, uh, more is we do uh, we do Medicare supplements, um, and we also and this sort of circles back to the to the life insurance uh, discussion. Um, one thing we do a fair amount of is a long term care rider on a whole life insurance policy. And effectively what this does is it provides a long-term care benefit if you needed home health care, assisted living, um, you know, an actual nursing home. Mm. It will advance your death benefit to you while you're still living to pay long-term care expenses. Um, I think it's a great way to, to cover that exposure because if you need it, it's there. If you don't need it, you didn't just pay into a policy that does nothing. You actually still have a life insurance policy worth whatever you know, whatever the the face amount is. Um, you know, I can tell you that uh, that's how Sarah and I are covering that exposure going forward, mm. and uh, and I I, I recommend it. Um, when you look at the cost of life insurance, and then you look at the cost of long-term care policies. And you kind of put them together. It's actually a very, uh, very common sense way to handle it. Our guest this morning is Brent Hartman of O'Neill Hartman Agency Insurance Agency, and a longtime friend. And um, we're learning about different types of insurance coverage. We're not even halfway through the list. That's <laughs> um, that's. Um, let me name a couple here, and then you can say we do this, we don't do that. Liability insurance. Certainly, yeah, it's the prob the most important thing we do, frankly. Disability insurance. We do not do that. Credit insurance. No. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah. now here's something that seems rather um, industry related. Crop insurance. Uh, we we don't do that. Uh, it's if you do a lot of farms, then then you probably yeah. uh, do that. Yeah, and they did, certainly did a lot of that out in Nebraska when I lived there. Now I don't even know what this means. Reinsurance. 
Well, uh, I wish I was in the reinsurance business. That's uh, that's Warren Buffett uh, territory there. Um, so basically, insurance companies, when it comes to to claims and losses, um, they will retain a certain amount. Say, let's say it's two million dollars that they're at risk of of uh, of losing. So basically what a reinsurance company is, is an insurance company to insurance companies. So they come in and provide catastrophic coverage, sort of like an umbrella, if you will, okay. uh, to their their uh, 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 limit. Uh, yeah, it's actually, uh, it's really an interesting business. I, I usually read the, uh, the Berkshire Hathaway annual report and uh, Warren Buffett owns General Reinsurance. I think he may own a couple others too now. But he said that that business, you will lose massive amounts of money, four out of every five years. The fifth year, if there's not a catastrophe, you make it all back and then some. <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't go sound figure. like anything I want to be involved in. Yeah. It must be a heck of a business if Warren's in it, is all I can say. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. He can wait, I guess. <laughs> okay, so now we've already talked a little bit about umbrella insurance. Now, renter's insurance, that seems pretty obvious. And I would, I would assume in Athens there's a need for that because of the number of students who rent a property. Right. Um, now, um, travel insurance, pet insurance... Wedding insurance. <laughs> I, I, some of these I just couldn't. Um... Well, I mean, so the bottom line is, is like, if I wanted to to be in those lines of insurance, yeah, I could be. I mean, we have markets, but you know, I mean, what I want to do every day when I come into the office is, is I want to write, you know, houses, cars, businesses, life insurance, you know, med subs, stuff that 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 is stuff that we do all the time we know the processes we know how to do a professional and thorough job on all of those things and uh, i i've just always considered to me the height of professionalism is having an opportunity to do something for someone that maybe you don't know as much as another person about and you refer it to the other person and you say look you know i'd love to have your business but this person is the person you need to talk to. I get it. And uh, not, not you know, I mean, I wish everybody did that. <laughs> well, yes. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, so then roll it down to f the five basics that you folks do do. You have auto insurance, property insurance, life insurance, health insurance. No health insurance. No health insurance. Okay, that's yep. right. I put yep. it. In yeah, we we. I mean, if if uh, you know, about, let's see, so uh, we do a lot of insuring houses and cars and umbrellas of and course. and jewelry schedules and you know all all of those those types of things. Um, we do a lot of that, but we also insure a lot of uh, you know restaurants, a lot of contractors and businesses, you know, some manufacturing businesses locally businesses you know that that you know i frankly have have always really enjoyed working with some of our you know our local businesses local economy right um because it's fun you know there are some really thriving businesses and i love going to meet with them and and uh you know 
just one, for example, is, uh, you know, Milo's, Whole World Gourmet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just an amazing company and Jonathan amazing people. Wheel. And I, I just, yeah, I absolutely, uh, I always enjoy going and, and meeting and seeing what, you know, with them and seeing what, what's going on. And, uh, and there's always something, you know, and so, and here, take a taste, uh, take a taste of this. See what you think. <laughs> Right. right. He sent me home with some golden ale mustard last yeah. time. He said, have you tried this? <laughs> I said, no. I said, no, but, but I'd like to. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so you know, that part's really, you know, I really enjoy enjoy that, that aspect. But I also, you know, I, I always feel good when, you know, I sell a family enough life insurance that I know that if something bad happens, that that family, well, doesn't protected. replace the person it at least doesn't put them into into immediate financial peril and i think that's and you know and i think frankly a lot of people you know don't i don't know they don't think they're ever going to die right and they think it's something that can always be put off but i think the a really important thing is to you know if you're going to buy a permanent life insurance policy i mean earlier the better right i mean you can do it for for a lot less money if you get it while you're still relatively young. Once you, you know, once you get over, you know, you know, basically over 50, it mm-hmm. starts becoming more and more costly to do. Right. Um, but but there are, you know, there's still options, but it's it's uh, you know, understandably more difficult. So, okay. There might be someone out there that would say, "Gee, <sighs> that that business is kind of boring," I would think. Um, and I'm not one of those, but I'm just saying there's somebody out there that might feel that way. What turns you on about it? Well, you know, I, I think people don't always think about insurance in terms of what a backbone it is to the entire economy. You know, people think in terms of buildings that are being built and bank loans and and those things but what what they don't consider is, is that if there wasn't an insurance company protecting that investment for the bank or the or the property owner nothing gets built right we are we are a we perform an essential function in in our society and and I'll be honest like part of what when somebody comes into my office and we sit down and I look at their current policies and I go to myself, I don't know. I said, "This is this is a mess." Mm-hmm. But I go through the process with them, and I explain every coverage, what it does, why you have it, why it's important, and then we get to a seamless, solid program where I know that they're properly protected. You know, I don't think a lot of people um, think of insurance in terms of of their larger financial plan but anytime you look at your entire financial picture you have to consider what a catastrophic expense would do right one of the fundamentals of financial planning is have an emergency fund right right? so if something unexpected happens you don't have to sell investments Um, what happens if you have a fifty thousand dollar bodily injury limit and you hit a doctor who's making a bunch of money and next thing you know guess what you know you're selling investments (laughs) <laughs> and or they're taking them right so so that's that's what it is for me i mean i i uh you know and 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 i'd be lying if i didn't say that that i just enjoy i enjoy the challenge waking up every day of 
of moving the business forward. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I can say that, that it's a different level of accountability and a feeling of responsibility when, you know, you've got, you're the third generation of, of a business. And uh, my goal coming in was, I'm not screwing this up, right? Right. <laughs> third generation right. businesses have a, have a bad reputation for, uh, for not doing well. And I, and I said, you know, that's just not gonna happen because I'm, you know, and I've been super fortunate, um, you know. That's, um, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. just, just uh, we, we've got about nine minutes remaining this morning. Um, if insurance had not been your destiny, um, what, 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 what is another gig that you might like to have had? Yeah, well, you know, uh, it sounds too similar, but you know, I I had my CFP certified financial planner designation, and and uh, and mm -hmm. I really I do enjoy, uh, you know, being a would think I would enjoy being being a broker. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it's similar, but but there's also parts of me that that you know, I mean, I I uh, I believe really strongly in a, in a lot of the uh, the local nonprofits that we have um, in our area um, you know I could could see myself working for one of them and just trying to you know just make make the world a better a better place make Athens a better place um, which uh, I would be remiss if I came on here and didn't didn't uh, mention you know really my uh, and I'll use my uh, my Sarah's uh, <laughs> term, but it's it's truly a, a labor of love, which is the Ohio Valley Museum of Discovery, mm -hmm. and uh, we we have really exciting things planned there, and uh, and it's it's just really a, uh, an exciting time to be a part of that and to see what's you know what's what's coming. So we're we're very excited about that. Well. Um... <clears throat> You have children, right? I do. And their ages? Uh, Emma, my oldest, is 17, and Liza is 13. Wow. So what are their plans uh, coming up, do you think? Well, Emma has been uh, had the joy of taking uh, a lot of standardized tests lately, mm -hmm. and uh, but she is going to start visiting colleges. I think she has her first visit uh, early next month. And uh, so, and we will see, uh, you know, where where things where does things she, take her. Does she have a focus area yet? I don't think she knows yet. I, I think, mean, so. I think she has some ideas, but you know, I think she's kind of, uh, you know, just kind of playing it by ear at this point. I mean, she's uh, she's an incredibly hard worker, and and uh, has has gotten herself in a position to to have some good options. So I'm really really proud of her and. And uh, and Liza is as well. Um, you know, I, I I always say that that anybody who knew me as a kid would know that I had no business having two daughters as good as I have. <laughs> 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 I think my, my mom and dad used to always be like, "You'll get paid back someday," and it's like, mm, doesn't look like it's gonna happen. I don't. I, <laughs> we'll see. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well. Um, Goals remaining for you. Um, 
you have some sort of hidden thing in the background that you've always wanted to do and you've never gotten the opportunity, never had the opportunity to pursue it? You know, uh, I can't really think of anything. Uh, I mean, like probably the, the one thing I wish I had more time to pursue um, is, you know, frankly, my golf game, <laughs> you know, because part of setting goals, I mean, I do get to play some, but, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, I never get to play enough to, to you know, be as, I, as good as I want to be. And, and, uh, and now, you know, that is, you know, I used to play a lot and, and uh, you know, played for the Bobcats a long time ago. And I, and, uh, when we lived in Honolulu, I played three times a week radio station, television station that I was running, owned a country club on the windward side. Nice. Our house was on the 16th green of the Lyalai. And then my military chums, we all played up in the middle of the island in the um, sugarcane fields where you reach in, grab your ball, and bring out six spiders. <laughs> and, you know, I played three times a week, and it was a total waste of time because I never was any good. <laughs> so I, yeah. I finally gave it up. And I don't regret doing so. Uh, I like um, the country club. I like different things. But um, just golf is, I've never been any good. It's, uh, I can tell you from, uh, you know, we talked about all the sports I played. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, the slowest improving hardest hardest game that i've ever i've ever tried to play and it, it is uh it's truly a, an amazing uh an amazing game but yeah so i guess someday i guess i'll be able to play more i mean one of my goals is is to to uh you know still be able to hit the ball when i retire you know yeah. so but no hurries there so well you know to those who enjoy it so be it but uh, it just never gelled for me so that's life. Yeah, that's it. Well, Bryn Hartman, thanks for coming in and sharing your, your, you know, your enjoyment of the broad, uh, of the um, insurance industry. Say, I remember one thing I didn't bring up yet. You know, again, we we're all glued to our cell phones, and of mm -hmm. course, we're not supposed to be when we're driving. But guess what? They are, uh, there are many companies who have gone to having the cell phone um, sort of monitor the driving habits of, of the driver. And then um, being able to say so-and-so takes too many chances or so-and-so's, they're speeding or they're whatever, right? Um, that's kind of weird. Well, so I think the important note there is, is, is it would, any monitoring or anything that was done would, would be entirely voluntary, would be something that the customer would have to sign up for, mm -hmm. uh, would not be done otherwise. And the company, uh, you know, we do uh, Erie uh, Insurance, one of the companies we represent, has a program called Your Turn. And, and uh, basically what they do is you download an app, and it does monitor your driving, but it can't hurt you. 
it can only help you. So if you get, if you're a an, an adult driver, which for them is 24 or older, and you get a certain score, I think it's 90 or above, then they send you a check for $5 every two weeks. Hmm. If you're a teenage driver, or less than 24, and you uh, get above a 90, they send you a check for $10 every two weeks. So it's really, it's they're trying the, uh, the carrot and not the stick. Um, which, you know, I think there have been, certainly we've had a lot of people take advantage of it. And if you think in terms of what it costs to insure a teenage driver, yeah. if you have two <laughs> or one, you know, you're talking about $240 a year off of the insurance bill. Um, you know, it's a pretty big deal. Hey, Dave, I got something here. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. Brent, thanks for coming in Absolutely. Uh, again. Something uh, that I think is a perfect time for you to do now and uh, I've encouraged people to compare policies. So how can they get a hold of you? Do you frequently do comparisons? Sure. I, I would guess so. So now's the time to promote O'Neill okay. Hartman Insurance. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that's got, I can do. Let me yeah. just mention we have 30 seconds. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so if you'd be interested in talking to me, uh, having me work up some quotes, um, more than happy to do that. Uh, where I can be reached at, at Seven nine seven four six eight five, or just my first initial last name B Hartman at o n a i l Hartman dot com. There you go. Um, yeah, very good. Thanks, Brent. As uh, I've always enjoyed knowing you. Likewise, we, yep. we sit behind the, each, each other at uh, the football games, don't we? Yes, we do. How about that? Yep. In our okay, 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The FDA is reportedly ready to approve mix and match COVID vaccines and boosters in an announcement tomorrow. CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus. Well, I think what the FDA is going to say is they're going to make it easy. You can get a different booster if you want, but we're going to recommend staying with the same brand if you can. One major focus, increasing protection for people who got Johnson & Johnson's single-dose vaccine, which has been shown to be less effective than Pfizer or Moderna's double-dose shots. A major manufacturer is about to take a bigger chunk out of your pocketbook thanks to pandemic-era profit busters. CBS's Jim Crisula. Procter & Gamble is raising prices on more of its products, including Tide detergent and Gillette razors, along with certain beauty and oral care items. The Cincinnati-based company is citing the cost of materials and shipping. P&G had earlier said it was starting to charge more for staples from diapers to toilet paper. A group of U.S.-based missionaries kidnapped in Haiti over the weekend now have a price on their heads. Correspondent Manuel Bojorquez is in Port-au-Prince. Haiti's justice minister is the one saying that the gang is demanding $1 million each for the release of those 17 missionaries. That's according to that Wall Street Journal report. A source close to the gang told us that the kidnapped children are growing increasingly frustrated, crying and refusing to eat. South Korea says North Korea has fired another missile. This one could be a much greater threat to the U.S. than previous ones. 
Correspondent Ramey Innocencio from Hong Kong. Experts are saying this is arguably North Korea's most advanced show of military capability ever since President Biden took office. And South Korea's military has now been saying at least one missile was launched off the coast of Sinpo. That's a city on the east coast of North Korea and a hub for its submarine production program. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is in Ukraine for military discussions. We again call on Russia to end its occupation of Crimea to stop perpetuating the war in eastern Ukraine, to end its stabilizing, uh, destabilizing activities in the Black Sea and along Ukraine's borders. It's been a month since a volcano began spewing fire and lava on one of Spain's Canary Islands, and it's still going strong. Streams of lava on La Palma have covered more than 1,800 acres of land and destroyed almost 2,000 buildings. About 7,000 of the 83,000 people who live there have been driven from their homes. The Dow is up 88 points. The S&P ahead 15. This is CBS News. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com credit. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket.